When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. I hope all of you are having a fantastic day. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We have got a bevy of stories to hang out and discuss throughout the course of the day with you. We're going to continue to talk about the issues surrounding Trump's legal processes and where we are headed there. Uh, We have got uh, a variety of opinions about when and where these trials will actually take place. We will discuss. Snow White, not happy over people saying mean things about her. This is the live-action remake Snow White. Uh, Target, with some interesting comments about the impact from all of you, uh, after they decided that they wanted to sell young children bathing suits that allowed boys to tuck their penises inside of women's bathing suits. Yes, this was a real thing, and it has had a substantial impact. RFK Jr. is a stain on the Kennedy family. I want to make sure that you guys understand what is being said about anyone who dares to step at Joe Biden in the Democrat Party. Will Kane from out in Hawaii as the fallout continues surrounding the devastating wildfire there that has taken over 100 lives with the fear that there will be many more discovered in the days ahead. Uh, All of that and more uh, coming your way. But, Buck, I went three for three. I know I came on as a guest. Awesome time in Salt Lake City. Uh, Appreciate everybody who came out in Layton, Utah. Uh, Also, last night, hundreds of you came out in Katy, Texas. It was phenomenal. I am now in Tampa and I'm going to be at the Brandon, Florida. Let's go, Brandon. Easy to remember. Uh, signing the copies of my book at the Books a Million today at 5 o'clock. As producer Ali says, it'll be a happy hour. So uh, I am headed over there right at 5. Cannot wait to meet many of you in Florida at the Brandon, Florida Books a Million. But, Buck, 
I am. I spent a lot of time reading all about this Atlanta uh, indictment that has been brought against Donald Trump. And I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I am filled with an absolute plenitude of opinions surrounding this case, where it's going and how it fits into the larger legal apparatus as they try to bring down Donald Trump. Uh, As we sit here, what, one week, I believe, from the day of the first Republican debate, which will be taking place in Milwaukee uh, exactly one week from now. Uh, I know you spent all day yesterday talking about it. Three straight times Trump has been indicted, and I have been out the next day, which would pay off at an incredible parlay, 100 to 1 or better, I would think. Uh, What was your biggest takeaway as you continue to sit and look at the fallout? Well, on the law, it seems, and, you know, we had Andy McCarthy on yesterday to talk about it, so we got pretty deep uh, down into it. Um, the RICO component of this is more for the headlines than it is for the statute or than it is for the real nuts and bolts of the case. It's, oh, they've always wanted to treat Trump like a mob boss, and that's what re- everyone knows is that's what RICO uh, brings up in the in the public mind, and and even for people that work as prosecutors, that's generally what they're thinking of: either a drug gang conspiracy or you know uh, organized crime conspiracy. And now they're even saying that uh, Rudy Giuliani, who built his career effectively, I mean, I remember this: he went after all the racketeering in New York City in the construction industry, and that's how Rudy became first kind of America's prosecutor, then America's mayor. And now they're going after him as part of the RICO. Clay, on, on the politics of this, um, again, there's no downside for the prosecutor. There's no downside for the Democrats. So, it, unfortunately, it, it, it's a narrative win for them uh, at this stage, right? They're getting what they want, which is why they did it. Uh, I, I am starting to see, oh, uh, there's a lot of back and forth over, first of all, whether... The trials are actually going to the multiple trials now will occur before the election or after. Um, there are a lot of folks who are weighing in on actually. Can we, can we get, so we had this because I wanted you to react to this because I thought of you right away. I think there's going to be at least a couple of these trials before the election. Like I, I just, there's no way that they're going to allow all of this to hang over the election. That's not why they, in my mind, that's not, it's just not feasible for the people that are, are pushing these decisions, but the process is a process, and who knows how it's actually going to shake out. Can we play Dershowitz here saying, he says, Clay, all four trials will happen, and there will be some convictions. I predict there'll be some convictions. I think the strategy is to get bad convictions, but to get them fast in New York, in Florida, in Washington, and in Fulton County. Then they'll be reversed on appeal, but they'll be reversed on appeal after the election. That's why everybody's rushing to get these cases tried. We now know that they want it tried within six months in Georgia. They want a trial in January in Washington, D.C. They want a trial in May in Florida. New York has been willing to put it off, but they're going to get on the bandwagon, too. Everybody who is going after Trump, the whole get Trump approach is to get him before the election. Clay, um, I stand firmly with the Dersh on this one, you still seem skeptical. I think he's 100% right. I love Alan Dershowitz. We've had him on this show several times. He is way smarter than me when it comes to analyzing the law. I'm not in any way uh, questioning that. 
that in my opinion, there is a zero percent chance that there will be four completed trials before the 2024 election. I think it's possible that the March case surrounding uh, the uh, the bookkeeping error in New York City that might possibly go to trial. Right now, it is slotted for March. I think that's possible. I think that the chances of there being more than one resolved court case is nearly zero. Um, and that is because of the complexities that are involved, certainly in the federal cases. So, so But I have and, to ask, like, what do you think Dershowitz is missing, though? Because he understands the complexity. I think he's assuming that the system is going to run differently because that's the whole point, right? That they're, that the ju- a judge who would normally Clay, look at these motions and say, all right, we've got to, is just going to say, no, 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 keep going. Let's move that the system is effective. If we believe it's weaponized, why don't we think that the judiciary is a part of it? Okay. So I think you can break them down on a uh, multiple front level. One, I, I bet Alan Dershowitz does not know much about the timing of, for instance, Fulton County or of uh, South Florida, or of the judicial circuit in uh, in Washington, D.C., because I don't think he would have had an opportunity or a need to be appearing in front of any of those courts. Remember, Julie Kelly uh, has been covering all these Jan 6 cases with a fine-tooth comb. None of them have been tried within a year of the charges being brought. So I think there's going to be so much motioning, there's going to be so much difficulty that it will be virtually impossible to get these cases done. Uh, Atlanta, let me give you an example, Buck. There is currently a RICO case that is, uh, that is being tried by Fannie Willis, who is the, uh, the district attorney in this case. She's charging a, uh, Atlanta area rapper with RICO violations. Many of the charges very similar to what she brought against Trump. They've been trying to seat a jury in that case since January. We're now sitting in August. So many of the defendants are making motions. There are so many different moving parts here. Remember, there are 19 defendants. Many of those defendants, I guarantee you, will be trying to argue that they want their own trial because they don't want to be tried alongside of the other defendants. I think, for just analyzing Atlanta in particular, I think there's a very strong chance that Trump is going to be able to get the Atlanta, Georgia state case moved to federal court because virtually every act that is alleged to have occurred by Trump took place in his official capacity as president of the United States. Most of those actions taking place in Washington, D.C., out of the Georgia jurisdiction and Her overall charges are so expansive that they encompass what was going on in Arizona and Wisconsin. It's kind of the definition of what a federal court uh, decision was made for. I think there's a very strong likelihood that Trump is able to move the charges against him. Some of these are state charges that I think may well stay in state court against some of these Georgia-based officials. I think there's a good chance Trump gets it moved to federal court. I think there's almost no chance of that. Almost no chance of it. Absolutely. absolutely. It's a state-level offense. The whole reason that Fannie Willis is doing this is because she has more control because of what has happened in the state of Georgia. She wants to be be in Georgia, there's no doubt. But the defendant has the right. And if we've got a lot of criminal attorneys out there listening, 800-282-2882, I think the, uh, the law is pretty clear that this should be a federal case 
Fannie Willis wants it in in district court uh, in the state. Yeah. Uh, but I believe the federal district court, I think that's going to end up getting this case. Uh, OK, I mean, also, you brought up January 6th, for example. Um, How many how many cases were moved out of D.C. of January 6th defendants? To be fair, January Zero. 6th arose in Washington, D.C., though. That's fair. But. They does anyone really think that that's a fair jury pool for those people? No, no, no. But but I mean, a big part of deciding where a case should take place is the locus. That is the location of where the event Mm. took place. So if you're charging somebody with storming the Capitol, that took place in Washington D.C. But but the defense counsel will argue that they can't get a fair trial. So I I get that. But I'm not. I'm saying the the Atlanta case is not based. I mean, it certainly helps Trump to get in federal court. I think. But it's not a fair trial argument. It's that the state of Georgia is not the actual location where most of Trump's alleged criminal conduct took place and therefore diversity jurisdiction because of the federal court needing to carry it actually does make some sense. And again, lawyers can tell me if you you disagree, but almost nothing that I read that was alleged by Trump in the lawsuit that was brought in the charges that were brought, the indictment uh, originated in Georgia itself. Right. He was calling, for instance, from the White House. It also directly related to his job as president of the United States, meaning there is both a federal defense uh, in terms of what he can argue. Hey, this is the job of the president. Uh, and so there are federal law based defenses that are particularly at play, but also almost nothing that Trump is alleged to have done himself personally occurred in the state of Georgia. I actually think there is so a I'm gonna very mark, strong I'm going to mark change. this down because you're saying yeah. there's none of these trials are going to happen. The federal government's going to take over the Atlanta trial. There's going to be a motion about the early uh, posting online, right? These are things that you think are likely to happen here. Yes, I think all of those things will uh, will happen. Now, a lot of this will be dilatory. I, I, I think there will be at least two, if not three, of the trials before the election because the people that are bringing all of this know that the fix is in. That's just I, I don't and I don't think that they, I don't understand what they don't understand about how the timing of this would work. The motioning on this, I, again, I, just South Florida. I think didn't they say they had six million pages of discovery that they were turning over? South Florida, I think, may, because of the judge, the motions may be treated fairly. I don't think that Judge Chutkin, for example, in D.C., is going to say, all right, you're right, we need a delay of a year or we need a delay of three months. Or I just don't see it. I, I don't think the procedures are going to be capable of getting finished in, uh, in a year well, process. Look, Andy agrees with you. The Dersh thinks the opposite. So, you know, we'll have to see how it actually ends up shaking out here. Because the, to me... That just means then Trump goes in and out of court. The law, he's paying a lot of lawyers' fees, and their whole scheme is essentially to just say, "Well, he's been charged." Yeah, right. I mean, that, I mean, that's I, kind I don't of the, think I don't think they're going to be able to get the get him uh, tried in maybe in New York because that case is really not very complicated and the punishment is potentially not very significant. But I will be uh, I would set the over under at one. Uh, I think I would I would put a zero percent chance at four. And I think there's a very good chance that the Atlanta case gets moved to federal court, which the biggest takeaway, if it got moved to federal court, is that in the event Trump won, he could pardon himself there. Now, but there's actually an interesting legal argument. I was going to say, do you think he could pardon himself from state charges if he's president? Are you on this team now? 
I I am increasingly of the opinion, and I'll lay out why, that I do think the President of the United States could pardon himself from state charges. You do think so? Yes, I do. So basically, Trump wins, and he wins everything, and everything goes away, and it's like the biggest, uh, I, I mean, it's... I don't even know what you could call it, right? Like the most incredible political run that anyone would have ever made in the modern history of the world in some well, ways. Well, he could still lose. I think the favorite, whoever the Democrat uh, uh, Obviously, is. that's what I was say. Or he loses and he's facing four criminal indictments that will come crashing down on him without the power of pardon and a Democrat administration to oversee them. That's I think Trump are. either wins or he goes to prison. Well, he said something else. Can we come back to this? He's made it very clear that... If he wins, he's also appointing a special counsel. We'll yes. come back to this. This is going to be ret- this is like a retribution election now, where we're file we're seeing- all of this away on the big board for predictions. By the way, because we're keeping track on the big board predictions uh, as uh, as we continue to roll. Um, we'll come back in this in a second. Eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. Gun owners know this as well as anyone. Practice is the only way you keep your skills sharp. Practice is the only way you master your weapon and make yourself comfortable with how it operates and how you react to it. Between visits to the gun range, I rely on Mantis X to train at home. It's a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. That's what the Mantis X is. All the best shooters do the majority of their training doing dry-fire practice at home. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. You connect it via Bluetooth to your phone and the Mantis X app. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback in your technique. It also gives you drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using the Mantis X. This product is now being used by U.S. military and special forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Chalk up a win for Team Reality. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We had just mentioned this. We wanted you to hear it because as we're talking about what's going on with Trump in Atlanta and the three other indictments, now four indictments that have all come at him here. Um, he, he put out, first of all, he says he's, you know, this is a witch hunt and he's innocent and, and there's that video on Truth Social that's out there. But he also has said that if he wins... He's going to appoint a special counsel to look at the Biden crime family. Here he is. Play one. The Biden crime family received more than $20 million from foreign countries while Crooked Joe was vice president and probably a lot more than that. That's just the money they found. I believe we have a compromised president. He was bribed and now he's being blackmailed. He's a Manchurian candidate. As soon as I am reelected. I will appoint a real special counsel, or maybe you'll call it a special prosecutor, whatever you want to call it, you can, to look at all of these bribes, kickbacks, and other crimes, as well as the shameless attempt at a cover-up. Justice will be done. The Biden crime family will be looked at. The Biden crime family will be looked at. I I think he means it this time. I think the Hillary locker-up chants have turned into, no, seriously, we're going to lock them up. Well, this is the natural outgrowth of this, Buck. Once one party tries to put the family of one party in prison, the other party is going to try to do the same thing. And this is not some unbelievable idea. This is basically what's been happening in banana republics all over the world for much of recorded history. We've just avoided them because nobody has done what Joe Biden did. Uh, And we'll talk about the consequences and the politics of it when we come back. It's a hard thing to imagine that the Biden administration could make things even worse than they currently are. I mean, look at prices and just look at the amount of credit card debt out there. But according to former Wall Street insider Tika Tiwari, 
Biden administration may have plans for a central bank digital currency that could be revealed in just a matter of months. Look, this is a serious thing to be aware of and to be prepared for. Tika Tawari believes the official announcement about a central bank digital currency could come as soon as this year. That's why he's released a video to go over this possibility and to help you prepare. It's one you're going to want to see. Go online now. Check it out. DollarRecall.com. That's DollarRecall.com to see this video. Among other items, you'll learn how to opt out of this digital dollar plan. The website is DollarRecall.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Buck, you asked a good question, and that goes to the essence of much of pardon power in general as it pertains to the the president. We're flying blind in many different areas uh, without really a direct precedent to allow us to know how all of this will interplay. But there seems to be a consensus that Trump could pardon himself in the event that he was elected president and the case uh, in both Washington, D.C. and South Florida in federal court remains out there outstanding. I haven't seen very many people argue against it, even though the precedent of the president pardoning himself has not really, to my knowledge, occurred in any kind of criminal context. If we found it, I'm pretty sure that Jay Leno, in in a cameo in the movie Dave, made a joke about the president, you know, woke up, pardoned himself, went to sleep. Like, you know, that was a, yeah. it was a thing in that movie that the president pardoning himself was a, was a punchline. And now we're it's a serious constitutional question. We're there. So it's also not discussed very much. But I our friend Mark Levin has started to make the argument. And, and I'm I think I'm coming around on it that if you can pardon yourself as the president for federal related criminal charges under the supremacy clause where federal law would trump over state law in the event that there is a conflict how in the world is it that you could be subject to state law criminal penalty and not subject to federal law criminal penalty well you can be tried for both You can be tried for the same conduct, right, in state and federal court. But if you can pardon yourself federally, it seems to me that there is an argument that you could pardon yourself under state charges as well. And, of course, this then leads to what would be sort of an ultimate constitutional law, uh, sort of law exam question, because there isn't a great precedent, which is what can the president not pardon himself. For. I mean, I think this is a this would have to be adjudicated at the Supreme Court. If you had yes. a president trying to pardon himself from state from felony state charges, this would go all the way to the top because the answer is there's an argument to be made, but there's no answer. As in, this has never happened before, right? So it's not it's not like just read the statute. He can part. Just read the Constitution. He can pardon himself from state law. That may be the finding, but I think it's it's an open question right now whether it would be. Um, something that would be al- allowed, uh, because then, I mean, then the person is truly, truly above the law, right? That would well, be- the argument would be the person is not above the law once they leave the office of president, potentially, right? Because this then gets into the challenge. 
Bill Clinton tried to argue the president shouldn't be suspect, subject to civil lawsuits. This is the Paula Jones case. And the Supreme Court, I believe, ruled like eight to one against him. Scalia, interestingly, was in dissent, if I'm remembering that correctly, that the crew can look it up. And Scalia said, well, this would lead to, and it's certainly been the case, the president being sued in all sorts of civil individual, not related to his uh, official role, but in something else. And anyway, it is it is a complex issue that anyone who tells you, hey, I think it's 100 percent certainty one way or the other, even the president being able to pardon himself federally from a criminal charge has never occurred. But then also the president could just pardon anybody from state charges anytime he wants. Potentially. See, that's where I think it falls. That's there's just no way. The president should be like, yeah, you know, you did this. You, 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 you committed five murders in the, in the, in the state of Oregon. Just making those Oregon courts. You don't count. I'm making those all. If the pardon power extends for the president personally, it would extend to every other person in the entire country subject to state law. Well, it exists for federal already. Right. But we all know so, that, <laughs> right? That's always been the, that's well, always we been don't the case. even know necessarily that for the president because the president has never pardoned himself for a criminal offense. The but I'm just saying is, this opens the door clearly if this is true. And I don't think I don't think you disagree with this. Right. I mean, this is if yeah. the president can pardon himself from state charges, any president toward the end of his term could pardon somebody from all state charges and all federal charges as they see fit without problem. That I mean, that means that just basically means the pardon power is even more expansive than I think anybody in constitutional jurisprudence had anticipated until this moment, because nobody had to think about whether or not. This was actually a reality that we yeah, and, and look, the court could also say there is a difference between the president pardoning himself from state charges and the president pardoning someone else from state charges. Again, they would have to somehow reconcile. The law is whatever nine people sitting on the Supreme Court say the law is really whatever five people say, right, to get a majority. Uh, and so this is a, and, and all this ties in, by the way. With the Atlanta charges, because I think there is an argument, and I think it's a strong one. I would put it at more likely than not, 60-40, 70-30, that, the, that, that ultimately the state charges in Georgia against Trump are going to end up in a federal court. Um, now, if that, if that happens, pa- if that happens yeah. then is he, but he's convicted, because there is the courthouse there, he would face, though, it's presided over in the federal court, but does he get convicted of the state charges? You would have to, the federal court would have to, and this is me going, again, this is me going into my civil procedure knowledge. So one of you out there who is way smarter than me about this, I believe that they would apply a Georgia statute in yes. the federal court. So it I would think be state charges in a federal court. But I so think this, he would this has come be up before pull. when they want to, when they want a different jury pool. That's one way to do it. I think actually in the uh in the uh, uh, Ahmed Arbery Ahmed Arbery case, I think they moved it from state to federal court. Um and and that so that that happened there. Now that's also murder charges, gun charges, there are some of these charges that they violate a whole bunch of state laws and they also violate federal law simultaneously, so that can get and it, like I said, we dealt with this, you know, if you if you carry a grenade onto a subway in New York City, and you're doing this on behalf of, uh, you know, foreign terrorist entity. You're guilty of a whole bunch of federal crimes. You're guilty of a whole bunch of state crimes. And they, they end up trying to, 
usually they go to federal because the resources, the longer sentences, mandatory minimums, um, that usually gets passed along, right? But even with drug cases, I worked with a guy who used to do, uh, who was a senior counter-narcotic, a narcotics guy at the NYPD. He said they would have something called like Federal Tuesday. Where these got, where basically the feds would come in and be like, yeah, we're just going to take these drug cases because we have the bandwidth. And you really didn't want to be somebody whose case got picked up by Federal Tuesday. Um, even though it could, it was, it had previously been a state charge. I know in New York, they've tried to do this already, right? The Trump legal team has tried to move it to federal court. Hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, but that's a little different, right? Because that's a state charge that they're putting it there's like a federal tie-in to make it a state felony it's that's this is the bookkeeping charge the stuff in atlanta to your point is much more involved in in clear federal conduct but even if they move the i don't know does that we get some federal prosecutors (laughs) someone let me know Uh, david in west palm beach i think wanted to weigh in he's an attorney too uh what's your take on where this case will end up in atlanta being heard Sure, and uh, Clan Bucket's a pleasure. Um, I, my strong belief is this is an issue of preemption, uh, which just so so a layperson can understand really separates the state and the federal institutions. There's a separation, but they're but they're also connected. But you can have the state. Uh, matter heard in a federal court, you cannot have a federal matter heard in a state court. So effectively, it only goes one way. And the supremacy clause of Article 6, Section 2 of the Constitution says that the, I believe that this is an issue of preemption because the locus of the, the alleged, uh, uh, crime did not occur where they're having the state proceeding, you know, where, where they're having the... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm confused about, about that. Because the locus of the crime, the stuff they were talking about in the indictment, the 98-page indictment, was in the state of Georgia. Most, not well, all of it. Trump was physically located. Remember, Buck, what they had to do, I, and we'll come back to him right. in a sec, but remember they had to move all of a sudden the Mar-a-Lago case... Uh, they were initially trying to do it in D.C., yeah, and then they, they got concerned they had jurisdiction, so they went to South Florida. Um, in the in the case with Georgia, uh, Trump's actual crimes, almost all of them occurred in Washington, D.C. But that's why it's a Rico his- conspiracy, because they're going to say that he's like a mob boss in New York who's ordering a hit in Montreal, right? Or that's actually even more, because that's foreign country. But you get what I'm saying. It's... Uh, so, so you're, you're telling us, come back. Where, where's our lawyer friend here? You're, are you still with us? I'm, I'm right here. Yep. So, 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 so what happens if they do yeah. move it? Let's say, let's say that Clay's theory that, and, and by, that, that clearly they're going to try. Like, I have no doubt they're going to try. I just, right. I don't know if this judge is going to go for it. Um, it, cause then they'll lose some control over this. If they move it, would, would the mm-hmm. defendants still face state crimes, but in a federal court and, fe- you know, with, with uh, correct. federal proceed? Is that right? Cor- correct. Correct, but you also have a problem of enforcement. Let's suppose the state court or the state, uh, you know, finds them, the, the judge, you know, uh, gets a conviction. Prosecution gets a conviction. Then you have an enforcement issue. You have, you have the crime, the crimes occurred based on him being an executive in the executive branch as the head of the executive. It didn't happen 
you know, you're not talking with, with papers where it's physical. You know, here you have, they're, they're arguing all of the matter stems from his role as an executive trying to override what happened during the election. So how can the state try to enforce something that occurred in D.C. where they can simply put it into the federal system, have the federal system use state law, which is done pretty often, and then if he's found guilty, then it's then I believe it's reverted um, back into the state system. But you can't, the executive needs to be heard by something that 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 uh, is regulated and something that is connected to the federal branch. You, Wait, so, so it, David, I, I've got a, I'm curious. Do you think, though, when, when they did this, I mean, state and federal prosecutors, the courthouses are generally right next to each other. They are in downtown Manhattan. Right, they are. In, right. uh, I think they are in Atlanta yeah. as well. Um, did, they, they schemed this. I mean, let's be honest. So that it would be in state court so that Trump wouldn't have the yeah. federal pardon power in their minds, right? I mean, that was their calculation or do you not, do you not sign on to that? There is no doubt about it. There is no way that they, listen, they know this. I mean, you're, you know, they, they, they poured 91 different charges onto Trump. They know that the problem they have is if they, if they do, some you know get a conviction uh, uh, for for paper mismanagement, um, and by the way, I think uh, you know Trump may try to get you know most people collect like stamps and stuff from different states. I think uh, you know maybe should, Trump should go for every state uh, to get an indictment. I think that would be you know a, a unique uh, collective. Do, do you I think mean, he can pardon himself from if it is a Georgia state charge? Do you do you buy into that analysis too? You think he could pardon himself federal and state if that he wins? That is such a difficult, weird. I think he can, but only if they don't move it to federal, you know, to to to, uh, uh, to federal. I mean, if David, thank you, thank state, you for the call. By the way, Buck, you are asking, and everybody out there who was listening, and thanks to David who called in, you're talking about advanced constitutional law theory. This is, for instance, I did my thesis on advanced constitutional law theory at Vanderbilt. This is unprecedented, and no one knows the answer to it, and you're also hearing how insanely complicated it is. We'll keep talking about this because I do think it's important, but you've heard us talk about our friend Dutch Mendenhall, co-founder, CEO of Rad Diversified. He's also the president of the Alternative Investment Association, now the author of a new book called Money Shackles. What are these money shackles Dutch speaks about? It's the debt many of us use to obtain something. College debt, for instance. Car loan, another example. Many people see that debt as a shackle of some sort. Dutch believes the wrong thoughts and wrong teachings. In his book, he'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and to tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and to look beyond Wall Street and see the future of alternative investments. It's now no longer just available to the super rich, the old American dream dying fast. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. Clay and Buck 24-7. Subscribe today.
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck sponsored by Preborn. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting down into it here with the uh, legal analysis of things that no one had even really thought about. I mean, one thing I keep saying from everyone I know, Clay, who spends a lot of time from lawyers, uh, a few friends who are former uh, federal prosecutors as well, uh, who are now in private practice, and they're all saying, well, you got to remember, there's no precedent. Right? Yeah. So there's, so you're looking at stuff where people are saying, well, this is the case or that is the case. The answer is, we'll see, um, because this has not been established by previous record. You haven't had to deal with this before. Uh, a lot of you weighing in on VIP emails. Call us also, 800-282-2882. Um, Blake, Clay, he's making a point here, one of our VIPs in the mailbag. Go to clayandbuck.com to become a VIP. He says, they're not exclusive of each other. You can be tried 
with both without it being double jeopardy. The most common application of this is the felon with a firearm statute. We'd frequently convict in both federal and state court for the same offense. Also uh, common is when, for example, the feds lose a bank robbery trial. We would have re-indicted in state court as an armed robbery. This is from a former prosecutor. That's what I was saying about New York. Same thing with Ter- I mean, this was there were a couple of cases that I was working on on the uh, investigative side where it was both state and federal. And then there's this. Well, where does it, you know? And it basically always ends up in federal court. The feds come in and they say, "We'll handle this one. This guy's going to go away for a very long time." Um, in, in this case, I, I mean, I think it just comes down to. Well, it will come down to. The judge on the case has to say, yeah, right. I mean, that's, I don't think there's a process. Actually, I don't know. Can a federal, is there some process where the federal judge can say, we're actually going to take that case, even if the judge presiding over the state case doesn't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, who I, has, this, <laughs> who has ultimate decision making power is basically the question we're asking across the board. And, Buck, this is the fever dream of constitutional law professors. This is them sitting around in their uh, faculty lounge just throwing out different crazy hypotheticals that no one would think would ever arise. And suddenly here we are. And in real time, it's trying to be applied. Um, I do want to mention 7030 is the Fulton County vote tally roughly Biden against Trump. So it's important to keep in mind, even if this case stayed in state court, There would be Trump voters on this jury, and it only takes one Trump voter to just say, I'm not going to allow a conviction. It's a hung jury in the event this ever gets there. It would be virtually impossible statistically to have no Trump voters on this Atlanta jury. And I think that's a big part here. Let's talk about Snow White in the next hour. (laughs) Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. 
you stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. 